0: Well, I'm going to give you my, my four point nugget here that I think is, (laughs) and there's only four. So it's easy. I think there's four ways to grow a business. And so if you're a small business owner thinking, how do I grow my business right now? You got four choices and only four choices. You can see more people. So get more customers. You can make them come back more often, spend more money with you, like frequency of their visits. You can make them buy more when they're there, which is what retail gives you. So expand the ticket value, or you can raise your prices.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Local Business Hacks podcast. I'm your host, Dave Nicolanti, on a mission to help you. This show is here to educate you, inspire you, and most importantly, motivate you to dominate your competition. Whether you're brand new and just opening your doors or looking to level up your existing business, you're in the right spot. Now, let's get this party started and talk some local business hacks. So I'd like to welcome Tiffany Lopez to the show. So Tiffany, I appreciate you taking the time to hop on here today.
0: Thanks for having me. I appreciate
1: it. Yeah, we're going to go over some great stuff. Tiffany is with Aesthetic Record, and we're going to learn about some tips that Tiffany has for her customers and, and all customers in, small, in the small business world. So really excited to learn about your product, hear some of your knowledge, and see what kind of gold nuggets you can drop on us all. <laughs> Lots to deliver.
0: That's, that's for sure the hope.
1: Excellent. So Tiffany, what is your role over there at uh, Aesthetic Record? Sure.
0: So first of all, our company, we are an EMR and practice management solution for... Mm-hmm aesthetics market so we in a sense run your practice from end to end author technology development or software development if you will for sure so i personally run the day-to-day operations of our whole company so i'm the chief growth officer which means i'm the chief revenue officer the hr person uh, the janitor, and base technology i really think you want me to do i can do it for you so i run sort of our entire business model with the industry as well so working with our vendor partners trying to see how we can help our practices or our medical clinics to really pull through more products sell more make more money leverage their resources so I sort of spearhead all that for our company
1: that's awesome so just like just like all our small business owners out there you wear a lot of hats <laughs> so I
0: don't think that we're big but we have 10 full-time employees so we operate at a very big scale on a shoestring we, we're very much a bootstraps company so I understand the, the small business challenges. Trust me, I fill them all every single day.
1: (laughs) And that's great to hear. It's so important for everyone to realize. I mean, everyone plays so many different roles. And throughout the course of the day, you're wearing five different hats. And you summed it up, going from janitor to accountant to head marketing rep and and everywhere and anywhere in between. So that's awesome. So a little bit about Aesthetic Record. You mentioned who you serve, but what are the exact, tell me about the problems that you, that Aesthetic Record as a company solves.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I think we solve problems for people they don't even know they have yet. So in our industry, people use paper charts. So if you've ever gone to the doctor to, you know, to see a physician for anything, you know how the medical charts work. We take folks off of paper and put them on the technology, which means immediately they get data for how the business is running, what patients are buying, what they're being seen for. So at the, just at the onset, we make everything digitized. So it's also better for you as a patient, right? More medical record accuracy. If there's a concern, an adverse event, we can help you with that part of it as well. But then on the revenue side for practice, we help them with the money flow. So how money comes into their practice, how money goes out, the entire gamut of memberships and subscription plans and things that help them to make money when they're sleeping, if you will. We also do online booking. We do photography management for before and afters. We do their entire inventory system. So for any business, any small business anywhere, the cost of goods sold is your highest expense, oftentimes more than payroll. So we help them find all their goods on the shelf when they're sold, when they're aging, if they're going to go bad, you know, squillage or turnover, shrinkage is even a big thing for us too. So mm-hmm. we really cover the gamut. And if it's a data point in the practice, our system can cover it. All the way down to staff treatment, have staff involvement, are they doing refunds, are they doing cash store drops? We track everything for the whole practice so they can sleep, we hope, better at night knowing that their business is in really good hands.
1: Sure, that's crazy. So I probably, probably should have just asked you what you don't do. <laughs> it seems like a, AR ar or aesthetic record. I mean, you guys do pretty much everything from A to Z in tracking tracking the money flow,
0: We're which just, is something that so many... No, we just do the treatments. I said we, we do everything else as long as you're a good physician or a good
1: nurse. <laughs> you. Awesome. So, and that dollar flow is something that so many small business owners have a challenge with. It, it's difficult. I mean, we get the small business owners get into that profession because they love the act of that. And then they realize, oh no, I have to do all this other stuff. And it, it can be pretty daunting. So without a software like AR, how could a small business owner go and handle this? I know you mentioned paper previously. I mean, what's it look like for somebody without, that doesn't have a system in place or software in place to assist with this, if it's even possible?
0: I think it's called Microsoft Excel. So we get really good at that. A lot <laughs> of it then. I think it's really hard for you if you don't have a system. And I'll give you an example as to why, whether you own a gym, a salon, a medical practice, we're coming up on you know holiday season right now, you have a lot of big events happening. You make a lot of revenue, but it's often easy to be distracted with all the revenue numbers and forget about profitability. Sure, you're making a lot, but are you bringing home a lot? And I think without a system, you don't instantly see where your cogs fit in, your HR fits in, your taxes, all the things that are part of the expenses bucket. You just see this really big number. You tend to overspend, you feel more confident, you have all the revenue in the bank, and it mm-hmm. really is quite that number at the end of the day. So I feel like if you don't have a mathematical system in place, Excel or something to really track that, it's a misnomer that you've made a lot of money, but in reality, you probably really haven't. So I vote software always, automate things that you don't have to do as a human.
1: Otherwise, you're pretty much paying somebody full time to go and manage all these Excel sheets.
0: Yeah, you get a CPA, you get an accountant, or you get mm-hmm. really good at pen and paper and calculators. And either either way, when a human gets involved, the amount of error is increased significantly. And so I just think you can you can sleep better at night, you can save yourself a lot of headache and a lot of money. I mean, our software is $16 a month. A CPA is going to be 10, 20, 100 X So right, it's a for sure. version to get software.
1: That's Awesome. So I want to talk about a little bit. So you guys work with estheticians practices and naturally they sell a lot of product. I mean, that's part of, it's a big upsell. What do you think for companies like, because we do a lot of work in the wellness world. So maybe your gyms, your yoga studios, um, your cryotherapy studios, companies like that, where they're thinking, Hey, maybe I need to sell some product. Maybe I don't, how do I start? What do I do? Any tips or tricks? I know it's maybe not a perfect fit for AR for aesthetic record. What kind of tips or tricks would you have for somebody who's just getting into carrying inventory and considering that if it's a road they want to go down or not?
0: Well, it's funny that you say that. It's our biggest benefit to our entire system. We live and die by inventory. And I think retail poses a whole new challenge. So your cogs tend to be less, right? Because they're a little cheaper per item. Mm -hmm. Now the tracking becomes ever more important. So as you think about retail bringing it in, you have to know things like demand planning. What do you think you're going to sell? That opening order dictates your relationship with the vendor from day one. So you got to go into that really intelligently. So how much are you going to sell? What do you think your, your model will be? I think the second thing is tracking inventory on the shelf. You have to know at the time that the cash register swipes that credit card that it's coming off of your inventory. So you keep a really good ordering cadence. It's an awful thing to happen to you when you are overrun with inventory and you can't get it sold. I think COVID taught us all that. We had things on the shelf that we were shut down for 90 days and we couldn't sell anything. So you gotta be really smart about your flow of inventory. I'm a big fan of just-in-time JIT inventory where mm-hmm. I don't I don't order it. I'd rather, I'd rather order three times a week and be able to go through it quickly and turn it fast and have things on my shelf for months and months that I'm paying for but recurring or incurring that in my revenue back. So you gotta be smart about that. Last thing I would say is when you do promotions, if you do marketing campaigns, promotions, this is obviously your world you have to know if they're paying off. So you have to find a way to tie the retail sales in that particular period of time with whatever the campaign Facebook ad, that Instagram ad actually helps you from an ROI perspective, or if it was just you know a fun thing you did. And if it doesn't pay off for you, don't keep doing that. Find a new way to sell your retail items.
1: And, and measuring that ROI, that return on the investment is so important and so often overlooked. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's like it, is it fun? Did it work? And he, A lot of companies measure that by if they had a couple more people in the door than normal or someone mentioned their Facebook ad. So measuring, tracking that, uber important. And that's one of the things that you guys do extremely well and help along with that. And it's for so many small businesses in, like in the wellness world, it, like a gym that's just getting into, maybe I want to go and sell some retail, uh, whether well, it's gloves or a yoga studio doing mats and blocks and everything else. Having a way to track that and measure the performance so important. Do not just wing it.
0: <laughs> well, find things that can be recurring for your business. Like I think about a gym. Memberships obviously recur every month. Mm-hmm. However, if the gym can't be open, what else could recur? Is it a fit aid that you, you send out a case of fit aid every month? You send out a protein uh, supplement every single month. Yeah. You send out whatever those things are, find things that can work for you that don't require you to physically do anything more or do another campaign or another sale in your office or in your gym or in your salon those things help you, again, make money when you sleep, and that's what's important for you as a business owner. You can't scale if you have to physically do every single thing every single day. It's just it's just humanly not – it's not possible for you.
1: So that, that's a great gold nugget right there, guys. I mean, you're looking at finding ways to scale, continue to grow that income. I mean, gyms, your, your dietary supplements, your protein shakes, anything like that, it's ways for you to make money without being 100% present, and yep. that's a, such a missed opportunity.
0: Auto-ship is your blessing when you do retail – on auto ship, You can ship it and forget it. That's the way to go always.
1: And that's often an overlooked value. And so many small business owners aren't taking advantage of that. And that's just a way to help you scale. I mean, you want a 10 X, that's one of the ways you can go to get there. Great nugget right there. I love that. So AR aesthetic record, you guys do an awful lot. And I was shocked talking with you the other day about how much you do. And even right now, just so much value that you guys provide. So how did you guys come up with the idea? <laughs> Tell me a little about your story.
0: I think every good inventor, I'll use the word inventor, finds the gap in the market. And so our founder, Justin Harper, he's a physician who owns 12 medical spas. He needed to find software to run his business. He wanted to find a software that could do everything in one place. It just didn't exist. Much like gyms were until recently, you know, until a few years ago, you had to have a booking software and a POS software and then, you know, an actual CRM software. It was a lot of different pieces. And he says, wait a minute, as a small business owner, I can't run 15 different softwares every day. I need one thing that does it all for me. And that's how we were really born you know, three or four years ago, about three and a half years ago, actually. And from there, it just kept growing and growing. We found out that our industry needs a lot of the things that we even in the beginning. They just didn't exist for anyone. So we just kept building our system. And we've grown about 400% since we started. Um, it's all word of mouth, quite frankly. We don't do a lot of marketing, a lot of over-the-top advertising. We do obviously heavy Instagram. We do a lot of content, a lot of organic content. We talk a lot about that in our business with our customers as organically building your own brand has an enduring plan built into it. Relying on ads for everything in your growth is very hard to do. It's hard to maintain the budget for that. Your cost per click is too high if you do it for everything all the time. So we've kind of grown our business organically through word of mouth, referrals, doing good things for people. And we've kept our costs really low. So as a business owner, my other nugget for you would be, if you want to grow at scale, you can't price gouge. People will not pay a lot of money. If the sale's not quick and you can't do that, you know, seven day lead from, I like the product. I'm going to buy it and put it on my shelf or put it in my in my practice. It's hard to scale. If it's an 18 month lead time for a sale, it's never going to go 10x without you spending a lot of time on it. So we kept our costs low, our offering pretty high, big value, and we've been able to grow a company substantially in not so many years. So it's and it's a fun ride. We do a lot of different things here, but our customers dictate our path and our plan. We do design thinking, so. If you're not with your customers every day, go get with them, go sit with them, go listen to them. If they're your end user, they're the ones that you should be listening to as you build your product. So we are ingrained in practices every day, hearing about our software, getting yelled at every day too. which is part, you know, part of it as well. So take the good with the bad.
1: Take the good or the bad. That's very well said. <laughs> and then every everything that's bad, every bad every bad moment that comes up, we got to maximize those as well. I mean, those are nothing but opportunities to improve. Figure out what was wrong.
0: That's 2020, the silver lining. We've taken a lot of really terrible things as business owners and Mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs entrepreneurs, and had to make really, you know, margaritas out of lemons, (laughs) if you will. And people have done a great job. And resilience has been the key for all of it. I think if you're resilient as a business owner, you can survive a lot of things. You'll just outlast the competition naturally. And so if your resiliency this year is is worn down, which many many of ours, you know, it's getting worn down stay in the fight because I think if we could just survive it and get to the 2021, the other side, would be a lot better for it.
1: 2020 is building strength, yes. survival, adjusting, and it really shows them I in mean, survival of the fittest. And it's in, it's in those times of adversity when true companies are, are built. I mean, the, the companies are built to grow and you change, you have to be able to adjust, adapt with the times. And I've seen so many cool stories of companies doing that now and how they're adjusting. They're moving light years ahead of where they would have been as if 2020 were just a regular regular year, which we know it hasn't been. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but learning to pivot is important too as a small business. You may start down a path, we've had this happen with us, and you're married to an idea, this thing is going to change our business, this feature is so amazing, and all of a sudden it doesn't, and you spent so much time on it, and you hate to abandon it because you've invested, again, so much money and time, mm-hmm. but you learn to pivot because if it's not going to sell, it's not going to grow you that 10x you want, it's not the right idea for you. So I think this year have gotten really good practice of pivoting as a company, um, really as a whole, whole world, frankly. And so I think you, you learn a lot from having to spin on the dime, do it quickly, do it beautifully and keep your revenue high. And so if nothing else, 2020 become masters of the pivot.
1: Masters of pivoting and running on a shoestring. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's all awesome stuff. I love it. Thank you very much. Some really cool stuff here. What I'm, um, So we work with, and we're promoting, we're promoting this, and our audience is their wellness wellness business owners, and and wellness is a pretty wide, pretty wide area, and obviously estheticians are a big part of it, but I want to ask you, I mean, what hacker, what what magic trick, if you were to go and put your consultant hat on and say, if you do just this thing, focus on one thing, make sure you're doing this right and you nail it, what would what would you
0: suggest, Tiffany? You know, I have to say, I'm going to be the nerd here, David, say data. I am a believer in everything being a KPI that you can measure. You know, if you don't know where you start, you never know where you're going to end up or if you've grown at all. And so as a business owner on day one of of owning a new company, I would say, what are the 15 things that matter most for me to make sure I'm turning the dial? Know what those numbers are and then track those numbers every week, every month, every quarter, whatever the cadence is that you want, but track something. And it doesn't always mean the numbers have to be right. It's an absolute change, right? If I see the trend is going up, or the trend is going down i can start to think about a new path but if you don't measure things like true measurement it's hard to know it's like if you want to lose weight you have to track your body fat right you don't just guess if you've lost weight or not you don't guess if you've lost body fat you track it diligently a business has to have the same kind of attention And i think we often get caught up in we made a lot of money this month we hired good people this month we got new members this month and that's really fun and great but did it actually change the number for the business And so I'm always concerned about the shiny care or the shiny thing with companies, especially as they go and do consulting work with them. It's like, don't let that cloud your judgment. What are the numbers telling you? Because the story is written on the numbers. And so my hack to you would be find the numbers that matter to you. If it's a gym, it's your MRR. It's your members who are coming in. Who's renewing? What are your costs? What does your coaching staff cost you? Are you doing retail to your point? Like there's numbers there that are pretty intuitive that you can pick and just live and die by those numbers. That's my number one hack for any industry and any business anywhere in the entire world. It's not, this, it's not different
1: for anybody, and that's so so important. And we talk to so many companies so often that don't do that, and they do it. They try to go just based off of feel. And sure, you might feel things are going great, and maybe a couple more members are coming in, whatever it might be. But your bottom line isn't adjusting with you, and so being able to measure everything and, and see those results in number form. So important because numbers very much do tell a story. And uh, however you mm. see those numbers, whether it's on your Excel spreadsheet, whether it's in a, a an AR, if it's in any type of plan that you have, any type of software that you're using, knowing what your numbers are and following along, do tell a story. Absolutely. So make sure you're paying attention to that to maximize what your efforts are. So really important stuff there. What um I guess last question here for you, Tiffany, and you have awesome stuff you shared with us. I love it. If I were, let me ask you, what question should I be asking you? Any other knowledge you can share with with our small, with the small business world out there?
0: Well, I'm I'm going to give you my my four point nugget here that I think is, (laughs) and there's only four, so it's easy. I think there's four ways to grow a business, and so if you're a small business owner thinking, how do I grow my business right now? You got four choices, and only four choices. You can see more people, so get more customers. You can make them come back more often, spend more money with you, like frequency of their visits. You can make them buy more when they're there, which is what retail gives you. So expand the ticket value, or you can raise your prices. Know when to raise your prices. People are get they get really scared about raising prices, but at some point there is a need for raising prices. And if I can't do the other three, I can't get them to come back more often to spend more or to grow the base, I may have to raise prices. But know that you've got four choices always: to raise to raise capital in your business, to grow your business. Pick the one that you like the best. Focus on it. Use metrics to gauge it and see if you grow. So that's the thing I'd say always, just to kind of keep in your mind, how do you grow your business and get a good formula in front of you, and just follow it.
1: That's powerful stuff. all those four off one more time for everybody.
0: You can see more customers. You can increase their visits, so their comeback rate. You can increase their ticket size, having them buy more things, or you can raise your prices.
1: Focus on one that works for you, find ways to measure it, find ways to grow it. And then after you've mastered that, you look at moving to number two <laughs> or it doesn't matter which one of those four you choose undo it, choose to do, but focus on one. And then as you want, continue to want to scale, want to grow, move on to the next one, master that one as well. Awesome stuff. Tiffany, I totally appreciate you taking the time here. This has been great. Lots of gold nuggets here and looking forward to sharing this with everybody. How can our audience find you?
0: Sure. It's easy. They can go to aestheticrecord.com, which is our website. We've got lots of things on there for you. Lots of content. We also have a youtube channel by the same name our instagram is also the same at aesthetic record or on facebook so you can be leave us comments any of those you can chat us on our website i'll we'll be glad to get with you and answer your questions
1: that's awesome you guys those links will be here in the uh, in the in the uh, episode recap so make sure you check out ar check out tiffany tiffany you've been awesome appreciate your time wish you guys at ar the best of luck and into 2021 we go <laughs>
0: Thank you. i appreciate it thanks for having me i look forward to seeing this
1: all right thanks tiffany Wow. So that was just some incredible stuff. So many tips, tricks, and things to implement. Remember, that was a lot of advice that was just shared right there. Advice that every type of business can use. So remember, find those couple of things that are fit for you. Figure out a plan, how to implement them, what to do. Don't try and do everything all at once right away. Remember that old saying, that old question, how do you eat an elephant? Well, if you know the phrase, you probably know where I'm going with this, but you can't do everything at at one time. Remember, you eat that elephant simply one bite at a time. Set your plan, stick to it. So I wanna give thanks to our awesome guest. If you wanna find out more about today's topic and guests, make sure to check out our show notes. Uh, All the guest information is there on our website and that website is localbusinesshacks.com. Now there's a dash between each word. So it's www.local-business-hacks.com. Check that out. And of course, I wanna give a big thanks to you for listening. So if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know, leave a review on whatever service you're listening to this on. And if you have any questions or just want to keep the party going, please join our Facebook group at Local Business Hacks. Till next time, cheers.